0: Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm de Lorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we address the question, how do you keep your sex life alive when trying to conceive?
1: This wife went on to say that it's been two plus years of trying to conceive and that they're now Tim. seeing a specialist. Mm-hmm. She says it's become a chore rather than an opportunity to connect. And you know, before we go into addressing this question, I just want to give a few quick facts on infertility because I think it's important to know this, that according to a CDC report, one in eight couples or 12% of married women have trouble getting pregnant or staying pregnant. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you can be sitting in a restaurant and you can count off eight and one of them. Is dealing with infertility, and this was an interesting finding. I did not realize this. It said one third of infertility cases are attributed to the man, one third to the woman, and one third to a combination
0: of how they come
1: together. That I thought was really interesting because I think a lot of times, you know, either a husband or a wife will take on the burden for why isn't this working, and I just found it so um, fascinating that there's actually this distribution. A third. Now, before we say anything else. Anytime we're talking about a show that has any type of medical component to it, Tony and I are not doctors. Mm -hmm. We are not giving medical advice. We put that caveat out there. Any of the medical stuff, you go see your doctor Mm -hmm. for, okay? Now, when it comes to infertility, as we saw from those numbers, it's actually pretty common, right? And yet, it's a situation that's so often not talked about, especially its impact on a marriage, because just like this wife said, you know, it's been two plus years of trying, and we were watching, we're watching the cycles, we're watching the charts, we're waiting every month, and then there's no pregnancy, and and so it's this roller coaster. And sex does—I've talked to so many women who have been in this challenging season—that sex does become become mature,
0: and even for the husbands, we, we've heard it on the other side of it too, where the husbands just like, I'm just being used for my sperm. And there's no fun, there's no excitement, it's all regimented. And so the the spontaneity, the pizzazz, the romance, Mm -hmm. the fun touches and everything tend to die out.
1: Yeah. And it may go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyhow, that ovulation um, only happens for a narrow window every month, Mm -hmm. right? There's a small window where babies can be made, which means that there's a lot of other days in the month where... You can actually enjoy sexual activity with one another. And so it's so important because you both have a role in this, right? in, in, in keeping the spark alive and bring, keeping the fun in this season while you are trying to conceive. and i'm I'm definitely by no means minimizing. We have been through miscarriage. We have been through seasons of, you know, trying to get pregnant and things like that. So know that we understand where you're coming from. And in that place, you know, you start going back to what did you do that made sex fun and exciting before, right? How did the two of you romance each other, right? If sex wasn't a chore and you were actually looking for opportunities to connect, then what would you do, right? Would you wear the sexy lingerie? Would you maybe bring her flowers or a box of chocolates or her favorite ice cream? What were those things that you did to romance one another, start doing them again. Are you having sex outside of that ovulation window or is it only about the you know three days, three to seven days? That's why we talk about the seven days of sex challenge and you know, it can be a tool to use. Mm-hmm. But if you're only having sex in those certain days and it's just about trying to make a baby, I would challenge you to go, you know what, what does it look like if we have sex on, on day two of my cycle or day seven? when we're outside that window. And how can we use those times where we're really just, we're not trying to make a baby. We're just trying to have connection, husband to wife.
0: Now, our seven days of sex challenge book has been known to conceive numerous children. Although we do not take any responsibility for those children being conceived. And yet, doing a seven days of sex challenge in that period of time when you are ovulating, because you're starting at the beginning and you're going all the way through, could possibly help. When I think about this topic, I think about where's the joy in the in the sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about. In all honesty, I think we get so caught up in this very little period of time and yet we're not enjoying ourselves. And if we're not enjoying ourselves, I think, and again, I'm not a doctor, but I think that can have an impact on us individually mm-hmm. from stress levels and higher cortisol levels and and all this stuff going on. And so we're adding all this undue stress upon our body upon, in a time when you are trying to conceive. And so where do I bring the joy back in this mm-hmm. period of time, in this sexual intimacy like Elisa brought up? what's What are the ways that you used to romance each other? What are the fun things you did with each other when, before you were trying to conceive a child? Get back to that, get back to that, Playfulness again, that childlike wonderment of one another. Enjoy it. Life is going to pass you by before you know it. And I will tell you, this will be just a blip. But if you're not enjoying it, you can lose all of that, as well as add that undue stress upon your body that you don't need when you're trying to conceive.
1: I just want to remind everyone listening to this show when you took your wedding vows, when you stood before God, friends, family, whoever you were standing in front of, most people's wedding vows say something like, in sickness and in health, for better or for worse. And I want to encourage you, no matter what you're facing, we know infertility is just one of the many challenges that married couples face around their sexual intimacy. I want to encourage you to love on each other Mm -hmm. like you did that day when you were wearing the fancy dress and the fabulous tux. Because that couple... That that desire, that love, that connection, that's what's gonna carry you through every single storm and that's what's going to allow you to bring that joy back into the season.
0: Do you want your question answered? Send an email to dailysteps at com and put in the subject line, Daily Steps Question. For more information on this topic, check out com slash 119.